Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the wonderful folks at Superbook Sports. Download the app today. Plug in the promo code ATOZ for your first bet matched up to $250. That's A2Z in the Superbook Sports app. Download it today. Of course, you can go to the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel Edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. And True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Keep yourself right this summer. Get yourself ready for the lake or the boat or the beach and everything in between with the best workout program around. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So, the latest news on DeAndre Hopkins. Mike Giardi of the NFL Network uh, updated us with a little bit of information a couple of hours ago. Puka said, please, would rather hear about concert adventures. Well, uh, for those of you who listen to the radio show, um, we will have a full rundown of our day yesterday at Bonnaroo. Uh, my first experience at Bonnaroo, as far as I know, Bert's first experience at Bonnaroo. Lucas took us uh, along with him and his lovely girlfriend, Megan, as they celebrated her birthday. And we got the concert experience of a lifetime, but we'll do that on the radio show tomorrow. Tonight, we are going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins, but I appreciate your interest, Pook. I know the, the the people seem to enjoy the videos and pictures that we were putting out, so I'm looking forward to, to diving into that a little bit tomorrow morning when the radio show's back on the air. But in the meantime, let's talk about Hopkins tonight. So here is the latest information um, from Mike Giardi, formerly of the NFL Network, but uh, Mike continues to report on the DeAndre Hopkins story very closely connected uh, in New England in particular where he's based uh, and speaking with sources on the matter. The question that I want to uh, that I want to ask you guys on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, your Two Rivers Ford take, what is the greatest strength of the Titans roster right now? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. As I mentioned, what's the greatest strength of this Titans roster? It is your Two Rivers Ford take. It is made possible by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for 2023 model year Fords for award-winning customer service and satisfaction and for a locally owned business that's been operating with honesty and integrity in Middle Tennessee for 40 years. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what's the greatest strength of the Titans roster right now? Because apparently... With a lack of other options so far as we sit here to date and no offers from the Titans or the Patriots as we sit here to date, DeAndre Hopkins is in a bit of a, a pickle, shall we say. So this is from Mike Giardi, who reported earlier today, circled back on the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes, source, source with knowledge of the situation, hammered home, quote, there is no rush to make a decision that there could be more, quote, out there in the coming weeks slash start of training camp, citing possibly a team unhappy with their wide receiver room or an injury, meaning additional teams, including the Titans and the Patriots, that would generate interest. Source added, again, this is at Mike Giardi on Twitter, Source added that Hopkins liked his meeting with the Patriots, but also had similar feelings about his trip to Nashville to sit with Vrabel and the Titans. They each offer something, quote, unique to Hopkins. Both teams told Hopkins he still has, quote, elite capabilities. So, 
Um, it sounds like it's, you know, kind of, yeah, I heard their pitches, but I want to see who else is out there at this point. Doesn't sound like he's terribly interested or overwhelmingly excited about either. Now, again, he doesn't have offers or did not have offers by the time that he concluded his visits with either of these teams last week. So it's just kind of like, eh, shoulder shrug. We'll see what else is out there at this point. So I think with uh, I think with um, with Hopkins, it does create a question about all right. Well, what is if if it comes down to competitiveness at this point? Uh, if that is going to be a tipping point, as it sounds like it might be, well, what's the greatest strength of the Titans roster at this stage? Brian Johnson says seriously, he'd say quarterback. Uh, Jay Street says the defense. Karen O'Keefe agrees. Amar Allhairs says, uh, all hail the king for Kenneth Davidson. He says specifically not just the defense, but the defensive line. Well, to add some additional context to this, Albert Breer of NBC Sports, or rather of Sports Illustrated, was on NBC Sports Boston uh, as recently as yesterday and was asked a question about the latest in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes. The meetings went really well. He had one-on-one time How well with Bill. How could they have gone if he left? I, well, he had one-on-one time with Bill. I think he's intrigued by the idea of playing for Bill. I know he communicated with the Titans while he was on the visit. He's got a close relationship with Mike Vrabel. All indications are he's still intrigued by the idea of playing for Belichick. What this tells me that he wants to wait till the start of training camp is that he's still holding out hope that he's going to play for a contender, like a true contender, like a Buffalo or Kansas City. And the one thing you want to watch here, Kansas City's got almost no cap space. They're working on a long-term deal for Chris Jones, their star defensive tackle, to lower his cap number. If that happens, the door could open back up to him going to the Chiefs. So I think really what he's waiting for is something like that to materialize right now because the money isn't great. It's not the Odell Beckham level, which was what he was looking for. And, like, absent the money, I think he does want to play for a true contender. So he said, yeah, okay, sick. You know, Titans and Pats, right? Those are the teams that offered me. Uh, maybe maybe money doesn't matter as much as I think it does because I don't think these teams are in a state of true contention. A to Z Sports Primetime, that's what Albert Breer is saying uh, is kind of the logic around DeAndre Hopkins' camp right now. Uh, A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by Superbook Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZ, and they'll match your first bet up to $250. Don't. Let yourself go this sports season, this baseball season in particular, without the opportunity to make some money in the Superbook Sports app. Nowhere has better odds boost or promo bets than Superbook Sports. Download the app today, plug in the promo code ATOZ, and they'll match your first bet, as I mentioned, up to $250. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So it doesn't sound like he was overwhelmingly enthusiastic about Tennessee or New England at this point. Jimmy Made It says slow news day makes for boring shows. Well, this isn't a slow news day. This is the most news that you're probably going to have this week. Now, if you want to say that it's a slow news time on June the 19th, I'm not going to necessarily agree with you in the NFL. But if you're too, uh, if you're too uh, 
uh, unrealistic about what it is that this time of year is, or that that is actual news that's substantive, Jimmy, then I am, uh, you know, then I cannot help you. You are beyond my help at this point. That I would say that if you were capable of fast forwarding to training camp, preseason or the regular season, then you would come from a higher power that I am incapable or incapable rather of understanding. And I would ask you where you got your superpowers at. But in the event that you are not, in fact, gifted with superpowers to fast forward us to the months of actual football, Jimmy made it, I would tell you to sit on it and spin and we will get there together because none of us get to fast forward the calendar at this particular point. Anyway, we will see what happens with the DeAndre Hopkins thing, but we will not see for several months at this point because until he has other offers, I don't think this is going to materialize in a real way. It doesn't sound like he's terribly excited about either of these spots in particular, just as it didn't sound like he was terribly excited about the idea of playing for Kansas City on a deal that is structured with a low base salary, but that is incentive-laden the way that they reportedly pitched him, the way that they reportedly offered a deal or a structure, not offered a deal, but offered a structure that was similar to uh, that was similar to Juju Smith Schuster a couple of years ago. Uh, I think that uh, I think that when you look at the greatest strength of the Titans roster, I would say that the veteran quarterback, um, I would say that the veteran quarterback is the most appealing of anything that New England has to offer. I do think that the defense is the defense is. Um, talented I don't know if the defense is going to be good in 2023 because the defense was not good last year and for some reason people think that's going to come back and all of a sudden be their greatest strength again I do think that there's more issues uh revolving around that circumstance but I do think that the greatest strength of the Titans roster somebody mentioned earlier is the veteran quarterback situation whether that veteran quarterback situation is exciting enough for DeAndre Hopkins to make him think that this is truly a competitive team in ways that doesn't sound like he thinks it's truly a competitive team. Um, then at this point, I think we will continue to wait for DeAndre Hopkins to take more offers or take more visits before he ultimately makes a decision. Like I said, doesn't sound like he's terribly enthused. Now, in the way that we've talked about greatest strengths, it's worth taking a look at greatest weaknesses on the Titans roster so far. Um, uh, we'll do that momentarily. Amar says, I think D-Hop is trying to drive up the market. So you can sign with a contender in his eyes, which is Buffalo or Kansas City. Um, again, he he has there has been received interest in him by both of those teams, but they haven't really done as much uh, you know discussion or flirtation even as he has with New England or Tennessee. Um, I think that uh, I think that when you look at what it is that either of those places offer. There are intriguing parts and pieces, and he's not going to get a perfect situation, DeAndre Hopkins, or at least it doesn't look like the perfect situation is going to materialize for him, both in terms of money and in terms of competitiveness of his next football team. But I do think that uh, I do think that Tannehill is an asset in this discussion because DeAndre Hopkins knows Ryan Tannehill. He knows the body of work. He knows that he's had success in the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins understand how, understands how hard it is to be successful in the NFL. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, hell, Ryan Tannehill. I know uh, Deshaun Watson had, uh, you know, had a couple of good, great moments in Houston with Hopkins. But it would certainly, uh, without question, be the second most talented quarterback that DeAndre Hopkins has played with in his career. I trust Ryan Tannehill more than I do Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy or any of the other scrubs that they've seen in Houston. 
Um, I think that, uh, I think that, like I said, of the offers that are available, Tennessee is the most enticing one would think, or let's not say offers, but of the options that are available. Theoretically, the Titans do make more sense than the Patriots, but what he's saying is, yeah, yeah, but okay, somebody else. Let's see if we can't come up with a situation that I don't like a little bit better. Um, Buffalo has their own issues, says Lamar Daniels. Where is Diggs? Uh, Stefan Diggs tweeted that that was uh, basically made up bullshit today about the idea that he wasn't happy with the play calling and that he was, uh, you know, almost in essence trying to force his way out. Uh, so Stefan Diggs on the internet is disagreeing with that uh, report. I can't remember where I saw that report come out of, but I did also see that this morning. Jay Streets says, uh, of my criticism of the defense, or of my skepticism, let's not say criticism of the defense, skepticism. He says, key players that were hurt on defense, though, Buck, Simmons, Autry, Hooker, Fulton, et cetera. Yeah, that's fine. I just, you know, I don't think that Christian Fulton is is anything but an established cornerback one. Amani Hooker is a good player, and I do uh, trust the body of work, certainly, of Simmons and Autry. I'm just saying that, like, they were the 32nd-ranked passing defense in the NFL last year, they were good against the run, but nobody gave a shit because they said, okay, we'll stop running on you and we'll just throw on you. And the team and the Titans couldn't stop them. So um, while I do understand and acknowledge that those things, you know, make sense, you're assuming that you're going to be healthy at all, all. You've named four players and said, et cetera, in ways that you cannot guarantee. So you cannot guarantee to me that all of those players are going to have a completely healthy and intact season. And for that reason, based on the lack of depth, that they have behind the starting frontline players. I do think the Titans' defense has plenty of talent on it. It's that they tried to do a lot this offseason with not a, uh, not a lot of finances, and their depth still is cheeks. Um, so, you know, in the same way that I felt terrible about their depth last year, I feel pretty terrible about their depth this year. And While you're citing to me starting players who are um, both, you know, accomplished or uh, have the potential to be accomplished, um, those, guys, those guys can get hurt as easily this year as they did last year. And uh, what sits behind them, again, is suspect at best. <laughs> for every Jeffrey Simmons, there is a Naquan Jones. For every Amani Hooker, there's a Josh Thompson. And you're probably saying, who? For every Christian Fulton, there's a Chris Jackson, right? Like, let's not, <laughs> let's, let's not just act and assume that the Titans' defense um, can be, you know, their best asset going from a liability, legitimately a liability, to their best asset just because you've cited four players um, who are going to be uh, who are going to be in this hypothetical situation available for an entire season, when we of course know that, that is not the case. Okay, uh, let's move on to greatest weaknesses. We'll do that right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. So, greatest weaknesses on the Titans roster. Um. You know, I would say that depth is probably the first thing that comes to mind just on the whole. I don't feel great about the offensive line depth. I don't feel great about the defensive line depth. Don't feel great about the corner depth. Don't love the safety depth at all. Uh, don't know a ton about the inside linebackers. All I know that there's a ton of new faces and new spots there. Wide receiver, they're telling me that they think they have better depth than I think they do, but based on a, a lack of accomplishment, I would say, okay, go ahead and prove it to me before you try and tell it to me. Tight end uh, looks like it has some depth, and honestly, quarterback is uh, they're pretty, they're pretty, I'll say, comfortable at the position just because by nature of bodies there. But I think that uh, Stephen King says local afternoon media coverage is the biggest weakness, mediocre at best. 
Um, which is why I'm fortunate to have the midday uh, slot. No, I'm kidding. Of course. Uh, what, what Blaine and Mickey and three HL do is exceptional. And I know Stephen King is trying to make that a shot at me and not anybody else. Um, I would say that the greatest weakness is depth on the whole. I think depth on the offensive line is probably my, my greatest concern among the concerns. Cause while they do have a bunch of different faces and names, I don't know that that is going to be a good offensive line. I just know that they have done enough work to put themselves in a position to have said, uh, or to, you know, potentially have improved upon this offensive line, but the depth is still very, very, very suspect. Uh, so I would say that at this stage, the offensive line depth, um, as it is for many teams, it's tough to have both a good frontline offensive line and good depth behind them. But I think of all the things that we've seen undo the Titans in the last couple of years, uh, that the, uh, that the situation for the Titans um, would be would be very, very predicated on the ability to succeed up front this coming season. Let's do this as a free site before we wrap up here this evening on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. The best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend. Uh, it is made possible by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. I'll be there at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, I took a weekend off from working out. I'm going to need every bit of training from True Mav Fitness that is coming my way uh, tomorrow. I had a big weekend at Bonnaroo and a wedding in between. I have a lot of calories that I need to work off, and True Mav Fitness is going to put me in a position to succeed to that effect. They helped me lose 54 pounds at True Mav. Could not be more grateful. Have not felt better in my entire life. Their workout programs are exceptional. No workout ever recycled or repeated. I do personal training now with TrueMav. I go every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 a.m. Their coaching staff is great. You can sign up for group classes. You can check out the personal training. You can even just go work out at their open gym if you sign up for a membership. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go to check out all your options and to get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. Um, I, I, I don't know why I was thinking back to somebody mentioning that the, uh, the a slow news day makes for a, makes for a boring show and that yeah maybe I'm being boring tonight I can't uh, I can't I can't argue or dispute that but I would I'm just now thinking about that in my head I'm like this show is no different than shows that I've been doing for the last 3 weeks since DeAndre Hopkins was cut the only difference is there's no practice later this week for people to talk about as opposed to there being practice and I'm still talking about DeAndre Hopkins not signing with the team that's pretty funny to think about anyway uh, as you look at the best thing that I saw on the internet this week, B friend says, come on, Buck, tell us about Bonnaroo. What did you think? I am going to give you a full 16 hour day worth of review of Bonnaroo, but we will be doing that tomorrow on the radio show. Uh, at this point, um, I will, I will tell you everything that I think, Bert, what are you laughing about? back there in the shadows. I don't know if it's something that the chat has done. I don't know if it's something that he's done. I don't know where uh, the problems are going to arise from, but if something is making him giggle in the background, it's going to cause me great concern. I I was just laughing because it was a full 16-hour day. Just the, Actually. I, I can't believe it was that long, but an incredible day, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, I feel like anything I would say would spoil it. Incredible day. Had a lot of fun. We'll talk about it on the radio show tomorrow. <laughs> I don't even know why I popped in here. I just well, because, like- because it's 
I mean, listen, the fact that we are both visible on camera and that we look to be, you know, maybe we are alive, but maybe I'm wearing a collared shirt. The fact that I'm wearing a collared shirt right now, y'all should all be lucky that I'm not butt ass naked right here, right now. You must, you must truly have felt like a degenerate this weekend to feel the need to put a collared shirt on for (laughs) prime time tonight. I don't even put collared shirts on for prime time, but yes, Bert, Lucas, myself, and Lucas's girlfriend, Megan, we all journeyed to the farm. We all journeyed to Manchester, Tennessee. We journeyed back very, very early this morning in ways that were damn near death-defying. But we have made it. We will do uh, We will do the full Bonnaroo recap on the radio show tomorrow. I have many, many thoughts. Uh, and now we are planning show, not only shows at Bonnaroo for next year, but we are planning uh, uh, potentially my first camping experience uh, in ways that frighten me, but also excite me. All right. Tomorrow. Are you going to do it? Shadows. Ah! <laughs> it's, it's not, I almost like the ones where you can see him better because it's, it's just, it's so fake. <laughs> oh, there's Bonnaroo. <laughs> I can't laugh because I'll actually cough up a lung. We have to end this show soon so that I can go hit a respirator or something like that. Dear God, I can feel every ounce of the weekend in my lungs. Okay, let's wrap this up. The best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend, what's happening in Omaha, Nebraska, the bar where everybody has the jello shots. Forgive me, I don't remember the name of the bar, but they keep tabs on the uh, College World Series. They have a board in this bar of the number of jello shots that have been bought by each respective university, Tennessee, LSU, Oral Roberts, Virginia, what have you. And LSU continues to drink the entirety of the College World Series under the table, although uh, they were uh, uh, not. um, It was a situation for Tennessee today where they were able to rebound after a tough start in Saturday's game one against LSU. So the Tigers are loud. The Tigers are proud. The Tigers are also uh, quite drunk at this point. Um, Bert has uh, provided the number uh, of shots that were taken at this point. The moment LSU took down the Rocco. So Rocco's his name of the bar, the College World Series Jello shot record. So this video was taken after they break the record. Bought 6,000 Jello shots. The founder of Raising Canes, Todd Graves. He went to LSU. He bought 6,000 jello shots to take down Old Miss along with Peter Burns and uh, someone named Ben McDonald. The new number, 21,435 jello shots with an additional, additional, Christ, additional 6,000 jello shots purchased by the founder of Raising Canes. Okay, what a disaster. <laughs> Puka says, Smoke and dust, not good for the lungs. I agree. And I did nothing but inhale all of the things for 16 hours yesterday. Um, my clothing uh, did a lot of laundry today. All of it caked in dust and God knows what else to travel back with us from Manchester. We can't wait to talk about the, the Bonnaroo trip 
uh, that the three of us took with you guys tomorrow on the radio show. We will do that from 10 to 1. Uh, we are also expected to have Diana Rossini of ESPN this week to talk about the latest with DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll look forward to keeping you updated with that. Have a great rest of your evening. I will be on the radio show. We'll be back on live or, or be back live on the radio show tomorrow at 10 a.m. And we look forward to having you guys then. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.